This is Wednesday, December 22nd. And we're continuing to learn about the promises of God, and this week, the promise of the love of God. In 1999, in the huge Trafalgar Square in London, an artist named Mark Wallinger installed a statue entitled Ise Homo. Now, you may recognize these words that Pontius Pilate spoke as Jesus was introduced during his trial. It literally means, Behold the man. Jesus in the statue is depicted normal size, scaled to life, not oversized, only with a loincloth, wearing a crown of thorns. Now, in comparison to the other statues in this immense square, the Jesus statue looked puny and weak, vulnerable. It was really shocking to see how small he appeared. Now, when we think at Christmas of God entering into our world, it may seem like a small thing. One tiny baby laid in a manger. One frail human being found in weakness. This is part of the shocking reality of God entering into our world. He didn't appear as the demigods of our Avengers story with extreme power and majesty. No, in all appearances, he was like any other vulnerable baby. In those days, the chance of survival for babies was not really high. Everything about Jesus' coming speaks of weakness. But herein is love. We're learning about the promise of love from God, and we've learned that this gift love is like is nothing like the conditional and contingent love we see in our world. It involves presence showing up in person, and that is, in essence, its essence because it is the giving of oneself away. Yes, greater love has no one than this, than a person lay down his life for his friends. Here's one of the promises of God's love. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3 to 6. The Lord appeared to us from afar, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with unfailing kindness. I will build you up again, and you, virgin Israel, will be rebuilt. Again you will take up your timbrels and go out to dance with the joyful. Again you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The farmers will plant them and enjoy their fruit. There will be a day when watchmen cry on the hills of Ephraim, Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. Did you catch the beginning of that promise? God appeared far away with this promise. This is our condition before Jesus came. We were far away before God brought us near, before God himself drew near. But here is this love that never runs out. You see, Jeremiah gave this promise when the people were far away, physically and spiritually. They had turned away from the Lord, and at the time they were exiled in Babylon. Notice the nature of this promise. The day will come when they return. The love of the Lord will make this possible. Now, I want to return to the Wallinger statue of Jesus, erected in Trafalgar Square. I didn't tell you the whole story of the statue entitled Isi Homo. While it looks small and powerless, 
With the other statues in Trafalgar Square, something surprising began to happen. The presence of a man so vulnerable struck people about the real strength of weakness. It showed them a a completely different set of values, tiny, frail, unadorned, an indication of an alternate kingdom. You see, its very presence ended up becoming an indictment of the other statues. People by nature were drawn to it. When they saw it, they identified with it, because this is how we feel as human beings. Sadly, it ultimately was removed from the square. Now, I point to the statue because Jesus coming into our world, coming as a baby in frailty and weakness, opens the way for us to come to God. Here is God's presence, and at the same time, God's invitation. As I read the prophecy given to Jeremiah, we may see this promise is already fulfilled, and it's true. The Jewish people were allowed to return from exile and repopulate Jerusalem to rebuild the city and their temple too. But what God envisions here is far greater It is returning to the Lord our God. And this is what Jesus, coming to us, makes possible. In him we see the everlasting love of God in person. And yes, he appears in weakness. It is right that we should be drawn to Jesus, made like us. Because in him we can become children of God. This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. And he gave his son as the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And not only for our sins, but for the sins of the world. For God so loved the world. Behold the man. This is what we celebrate at Christmas. It used to be at Granada that one of our staff members would secure one of the Christmas trees from the lobby. You've probably seen them if you've been during Advent that are so beautifully decorated at Christmas. He would remove the side limbs and take the trunk of the tree, cut it in pieces, and make it into a cross. And this is the cross that would be on display during the week of the Passion, when Jesus went to the cross on our behalf. In the first chapter of John 4, we read the truth stated so clearly. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. We don't rely on the confidence we have in the way we've lived our lives. We don't rely on our track record or our measure of success in life or our promises kept. We don't rely on ourselves in any way. We rest in Jesus and what he has done. We rely on his love alone for peace and joy, for forgiveness and our future with God. Let's pray. Lord God, we see the weakness of Jesus at his birth and at his death, and we thank you that the weakness of God is stronger than our strength. Help us to rejoice this Christmas in the love you give so freely to us in Jesus. For we pray in his name. Amen.